So this is going to be a quick one. And I'm saying that in advance because I always say I'm not going to get long-winded and then it ends up being longer than what I wanted. So I really am going to keep this brief. Just wanted to point out this morning I woke up and like right before, as I was waking up, there was something in my head saying, look at the time. And I like sat there for just like a reluctantly cuz sometimes when these these this inspiration whatever you want to call it messages when they come in I'm like okay sometimes it can feel in the moment like oh here we go again kind of thing because I feel like I've been like t receiving this information for a while and I never know what to do with it. And so I'm like, okay, here we go again kind of thing. Like really, I almost was like, Ugh. even though the the uh, the thought was very clear, like look at the time. I mean, it was very specific. Look at the time like that. Um, Like very, very specific. But I was like, okay, you know, I'm sitting there. I'm like, well, I know that thought's not coming from me. Like I wasn't, it wasn't on my mind to look at the, the time. It was early. I was trying to go back to sleep. Okay. So that was one. And then the other was, you know, just, it was just seemed so out of the blue and random. So anyway, um, I did like reluctantly I did. I looked at the time and then I'll just post the picture of what that time was. And I almost rolled my eyes. <laughs> When I saw the, saw the time, I just was like, oh, okay. Like, because I'm like, in some ways, I'm co totally convinced. And I'm like, but what am I supposed to do with this information, this understanding? What do I do with it? Like, you know, what, what am I supposed to, am I supposed to, you know, talk about it? Am I supposed to like demonstrate it? Am I supposed to prove it? Like, I'm not understanding like what my role is in communicating this information to people outside of myself. Like, I feel that I have, I'm like, I totally, I'm on board completely. I totally get it. Like, I'm like, I understand. I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. I'm like, but then what do I do next? Like, what do I do next? Like, what do I do with this information? Like, who do I talk to? Maybe that would be a good starting point. Like, do I go to a person and share this information? Do I share it widely? Like posting it like on one of the social media platforms? Do I do that? Because interestingly enough, the information sounds simultaneously like really, really, really important and secretive on one hand, but then on the other, you know, profoundly and deeply impactful. And you feel like the information is not meant to be withheld. So, I mean, I just feel like, yeah, that's why I feel like not knowing what to do. That feels like a very big question. But when I see those synchronicities, like what happened this morning, I'm like, all right, confirmed, confirmed on my end. Like that 
just could not have been a coincidence. It just, how could it have been? I heard it in my ear. I heard it say someone, the message was, look at the time. I heard it. And I looked and I couldn't believe what the time was. It was like, well, that's no accident. How could it be? How could that be? So I just await guidance. Or maybe maybe that's what it's saying. It's like, what more confirmation do you need for me to be the messenger? Like what more do you what more do I specifically need to doubt my you know, authorization, so to speak, to speak and to share. Like, so maybe that's what, maybe the clarification needed is me. Like, why am I questioning? Why am I still questioning it? So maybe it's kind of like finding the right medium, the right platform, I guess. I was uh, scrolling through my old photos and I came across this um, receipt. As you can see, and this relates to that 369 message um, about the lottery ticket that I have talked about before, but I haven't seen this receipt in a long time, so let me try to explain it. So this is dated July the 5th, um, 2019. And so in my prior message, I mentioned that I had been seeing 369 like all day. So I have been seeing it like on mostly like street signs or like house signs kind of thing. And I was like driving around. I'm like, there's that 369 again, combinations thereof, mostly in four digits, like on the back of a car, that kind of thing. And then after all of that, I went into the grocery store. Now look at this receipt. So again, this is July the 5th. You can see like celery hearts, you know, 369. And then this is the amount of tax is 236. Well, that's my birthday the balance 9663 and I'm like oh my goodness you know all of that's going on but one more thing I didn't even maybe I noticed it at the time but uh, I haven't talked about it so where it says change 337 this is going to freak you out but it's absolutely true so at that time that I purchased the, of this receipt my apartment number was 337 337 okay and then it says total number of items sold that's a two and a one which you know i read as a three okay and so that was that that's on the fifth um on july the fifth and so then it was like i came home talking about that like oh my goodness i've been seeing 369 everywhere and then i was like then i got this receipt it was that night that later on that night we were about to watch a movie me and my former partner, we were about to watch a movie and he was there. So he's a witness to this happening completely organically. He is a witness. And so we were flipping through channels. And then for some reason, we landed on the um, original Kings of Comedy, the original Kings of Comedy. And there's a scene like at the very beginning, and I, I'll, I'll post it to my um, YouTube channel, but there's a scene in the very beginning. So if you listen to the prior tape where I say, like there's a scene in the beginning of the movie and they're like standing around a table. It looks like a, like a recording studio where they're, they're taping. I can't remember, but, and then there's a person like in, in that scene, he has, he has a New Jersey with the 67. And then at some point in the scene, somebody says, Nate in that same scene, like Nathaniel, 
Nathaniel. And that's what I meant. Like that's Nathaniel is my what the name of one of my grandfathers. As as from the prior recording, remember I was saying 67 is a big year for our family. I was born in 1967 and then my two grandfathers died in 1967 in May 5. You know, one passed away on route to see the other. So it's like a big deal. Like seeing 67 for my family is a big deal. At least for me. <clears throat> Excuse me. So when I saw that jersey with the 67 on the back, I'm like, oh, wow. So I'm freaking out after seeing you know, numbers all day. And then I really freaked out, <clears throat> excuse me, when, I, when he yelled out Nathaniel. All right. Okay. It was at that point that I said, uh-uh, I'm going to play this number. I'm going to play this number. And I did. I went and I played 369. And I, then I played combinations of... of um. Three six nine, like I played the nine six six three that was on the um the grocery receipt and all that. The number three six nine did not hit, but zero three six nine hit. That's the number that actually came out zero three six nine. So anyway, I'm just gonna leave it there. But I thought it was cool because I found the picture which I had not previously posted. Okay, thanks. All right, another pretty powerful synchro that um, I will have to talk my way through this one. I had started writing it out, and then I'm like, oh, it's just going to take too long. Let me just talk it out. So these are the facts. This is what happened. So on Friday, today is Thursday, right? Okay, last Friday, I have to get the date. What was last Friday? All right, so last Friday was the 17th. Okay, on the 17th. Okay, the 17th, all right. So on the 17th, I was on the phone with my father and, you know, periodically my father, like, calls himself having visions. Like, he'll, like, dream something or, like, something will pop into his mind. And, you know, in his mind, that's, like, it, it's meaningful because there's been times where his dreams will be true. Like he'll dream something and then wake up and then it happens. So he gets like really serious about that kind of stuff and sometimes kind of spooked out because it has happened where he has like dreamed something or had a vision or a thought and then it will happen. So these sorts of things are taken seriously by him and within my family. So I was on the phone with him on Friday, and um, he was mentioning during that call about an incident where he had dreamt a number, and they played it. And my parents do not play the lottery. Let me see. Let me say that they don't play the lottery normally at all. But my father dreamed the number, the number fell out, and they won. You know, they were able to get a couple items that they wanted it that was it you know they don't normally play so they didn't play again and um so I was on the phone with my father and he told me what those numbers were and I was like oh that's interesting and so I thought oh what you know this has happened before this is an example of what I mean stuff like that has happened I'm like oh yeah that makes sense because my father has had dreams before and then the next day it happened so it wasn't it didn't feel that unusual and so I was telling him my own little story. I was told him about the time where I was, um, you know, having seen the combination of numbers like 369, like everywhere would be like, 
in three digits, four digits. Sometimes it would be like three, three, nine, six, or, you know, some very nine, six, six, three. I was all week and variations of that. And so then um, we were watching a movie that night. And then one of the characters in the film um, had on, it was like a documentary, like comedy documentary, something like that. Um, and he had a 67 on the back. He had a jersey with a 67 on the back. And I immediately paused. I'm like, oh my goodness, that's like a 67 is a really big, important number in my family because it was the year I was born and then the year that both of my grandfathers passed away. They actually passed away in May of 1967. And the one father, grandfather passed away on his way to go see the other grandfather at the hospital. So it was just like 67 is like a huge big number in my family. And I so this character had 67 on the back. And then in the same scene, someone said, hey, Nathaniel. And it like blew me away because Nathaniel is my grandfather's name. So imagine that there's a jersey with a 67 on the back. And in the same scene, somebody goes, hey, Nathaniel, Nathaniel. And I'm like, oh, my goodness, that's got to be a sign from, like, you know, beyond. It was just too, too much synchro there, too many coincidences. So I did. I, like, woke up that next morning early. And I do not play the lottery. I need to make that clear. Um, um, anyway, anyway, so I got up early and I was like, okay, I have to go play this number. And so I did, I went and I played three, six, nine. I played variations of three, six, nine, because that was the number I had been seeing. Oh, and then also variations of, you know, I played the three and the four, I played on the uh, three, like straight, like three, six, nine. And then on the four digit, I just put in, you know, like random, whatever variations. And so anyway, got the ticket. The next day, in the drawing, same day, not next day, the same day at the midday drawing, the number that came out that day was 0369. 0369, the number that I had been seeing all week and taking pictures of because this number is like dancing around in my vision, like appearing everywhere. And so the, the, the thing is, I did not hit the lottery. I didn't because I did not play zero. I didn't include zero. I just had included the threes, the sixes, and the nines. And I didn't think to play like zero, three, six, nine. So anyway, so I didn't hit the lottery. But interestingly enough, I was telling my father that story. On Friday, I was like, well, look at what happened to me. And he was like, oh, yeah, you know, whatever. And so then, look, look at the picture. That was the very next day. The very next day on 9-18-2021, look at the picture. Look at the numbers that came out in the in the lottery the very next day. At the midday was my number, you know, the 369 and the variations of that. And then, believe it or not, and this is the honest to goodness truth, you will not believe what his numbers were or are. His numbers are 135. Those were the three-digit numbers that he told me were his you know, what people sometimes refer to as pet numbers, because those are the birthday months of me and two of my siblings. Now, here's where the story gets good. Here's where the story gets good. <clears throat> the reason why it's poignant for me is because as soon as my father said that those were his numbers, the immediate thought that popped into my mind was, well, where's my brother? And I won't say his name. Where's my brother 
Like in my mind, I'm like, that's three numbers. Like there's four of us siblings, you know? And so immediately I was like, okay, I listened to what he was saying. But at the same time, I was like thinking of, of my brother, like, I'm not going to be like, you know, bigging up a number that doesn't include all, all four of us, like my, both of my brothers and my sister. So anyway, so, and that's where the, all the, for me, what I feel like divine inspiration comes in, because for me, I look at these numbers and it's the numbers that came out actually in the lottery that day are five, three, five, one. And so for me, I like had to transform that number in order for it to be okay with me to like, so it could be feel subtle. And so like, I, when I look at the number, I look at the five, the two fives as, as being like symbolic, a symbolic representation of both of my brothers. Like, I'm like, I have to have both of them in there. So the, the, the two fives are now like symbolic. And, and I kind of see it as almost like even in an S shape, because that's how I feel like I need to transform that number. And then here we have like my sister on the far right and she's right-handed and then me on the left at the three because, and I'm, I'm left-handed. So I feel like this was my way of like transforming that, you know, his numbers into something that I felt like would, would, would settle okay with me and my soul. Like that's how I did that. And it's so interesting. There's like this whole other dialogue that goes along with, that representation of those um three six nine numbers like that but i'll leave it there i can start on a next one in the next recording all right i was just sitting here and yet another like little some more additional information came out regarding these numbers that i read about yesterday and i wanted to continue it the one I had in mind yesterday, I'm going to pause because that one was on the 369 side. So remind me later, let's pause. The vision information that just came through just a moment ago was related to the um, two fives, the three and the one. And so on that, <laughs> on that one, when I did the reading yesterday, so I mentioned that the one was representing my sister the three was representing myself because these were my father's you know numbers and it was you know one representing my sister's birth month three representing my birth month and five representing one of my brother's birth month the birth month of one of my brothers <laughs> and so I was saying well I can't fully celebrate that number because it doesn't include my other brother and so in, in looking at the number and trying to extract what I felt like the information intended for me, I was like, oh, well, the fives, those are like symbolic of both of my brothers. And so that is what allowed me to kind of like accept that number. And so then as I was, as I was sitting here just a moment ago, like the thought occurred to me, like the fives represent my two grandfathers. Like energetically, that's the energy I was sensing. And I that had not occurred to me when I was doing the reading yesterday. But it occurred to me just now because I'm like, wait, that's right. Like my, both of my grandfathers both passed away May 1967 and one passed away en route to go see the other one at the hospital. That's a fact. And I'm like, wow, what a really powerful synchronicity. So I'm like, I was looking, I was thinking through the number again today and I was like, oh, wow, that's so powerful. Those 
two, five represent my grandfather's. Whereas yesterday I was like, it, it represents my brother's. And then today the vision was like, it was almost like the, it was like being nudged to like, look up, like look up. Like there's always like a bigger message and like bigger energy there, like keep looking up. And so I, I read that to say like, all right, by seeing those two fives as being symbolic of my two grandfathers, the five representing the month in which both of them passed away, I was able to pull in all the males I had previously mentioned, right? Because it's like, all right, seeing those two fives as representative of my father's father allows my father to be pulled into the story, you know? And by seeing the other five as my other grandfather allow me to pull in both of my brothers through my mother, and so I thought that was so powerful. And it's like, see, that's how basically all the so-called characters <laughs> in that story are able to live and exist by basically encapsulating their stories into or, or you know, pulling their stories into a much bigger one with a much bigger and powerful message. And so that's the visual that I got or the message that I got out of those numbers and reading them today. And that was really, really a powerful message to receive. Um, so anyway, so I, I'll, I'll leave that one there. And then I will talk about the 3691 <laughs> in another recording. Okay. So this message just was coming through. And, um, you know, I'm trying to get ready for work. So I was actually trying to almost like block it out, delay it. Because I'm like, oh, I got to get some work done. But it's such an important one. I felt like, okay, let me at least make a quick one. So I was just, you know, you know, sitting there, you know, about getting ready for work and about to start work. And, you know, it's just thinking like, wow, I have such a great job. I mean, I, I really love it. I mean, you know, when I and, and the thought came to my mind, like dream job and like, what does that really mean? And interestingly enough, I in, with this job, I had a completely different approach instead of focusing on title you know, salary, um, things like that. I focused on how I wanted to feel. That's true. That's really true because I had had some recent pretty awful experiences. And so in selecting this position, I had a really clear idea of what I wanted in terms of a, um, employment situation. I really had a clear idea of what I wanted to feel like while working at that, you know, company, organization, entity. Um, you know, the job I selected happens to be a nonprofit, so that's why I don't say company. I'll just say organization. But I really, really like it, and I really love the people and the team and all of that. It's just really great. And the thought started occurring to me, like, what did I do differently this time than before? And I think this time, one of the things I did differently is that I didn't tell anybody. Like, I didn't tell anybody, didn't tell anyone, like, the positions that I was applying for. I didn't mention the name of the organizations, the name of the companies, anything like that before I got the job, you know, you know, other than the bare minimum, like, you know, providing names and, you know, for professional references kind of thing. But um, I didn't give everybody like a blow by, by blow and um, I just got the job and I started the job and I kind of told everybody after the fact. 
And I just realized how much better it was that way. Like that was such a more preferable route than the route I had previously taken. Because previously I, I would tell everybody, I was so excited about what I was doing and it turned out to be really awful experiences. But I feel in retrospect, like I was still seeking validation, you know? It's like I wanted people to be impressed by what I was about to do. <laughs> you know, and so I would get as many people involved as possible to, to kind of like support this dream I had in my head, which turned out to be quite literally, uh, not literally, but you know, it turned out to be a pretty awful experience, which I actually even refer to as a nightmare. And the reason I refer to it as a nightmare is because it was like a very efficient nightmare. And then it was a nightmare wrapped up at it, as a dream, like outwardly, my, 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 at the time I felt like I was fulfilling my dream and given the way things turned out, I started to believe it, it was a nightmare because that's how bad it got. And so, you know, once I was able to kind of like relinquish that, you know, dream, you know, I started to focus on other things like how I wanted to live my life like the kind of people I wanted to work with, the type of environment I wanted to dwell in, like what I wanted to see, how I wanted to feel, what I wanted to do. I had a very clear picture of that. And that is exactly the job I have. That's exactly the job I have. And that's why I refer to it as dream job because a lot of people think, you know, they, you know, like whether it's salary or title or position or, you know, they impress people with the name of the company that they're working for, et cetera, et cetera. This is my dream job in the sense that I am doing exactly what I want to do and I feel exactly the way I want to feel. So having said that, it definitely started, I started to think about like telling people your plans versus not telling them. And I've, I have, at least in the context of this particular scenario, I have erred on the side of not telling people your plans, not telling people your plans and not telling people your dreams. And part of the reason is because I feel like dreams want to live, like just do it. It's like, you know, you just have to do it. Just do it. Like telling a lot of people doesn't really accomplish anything I've learned. You know, it kind of gets a whole bunch of people interested in what you're doing or curious to know. And then when it doesn't happen, people start to perceive you as a failure in some ways. That's true. I've experienced that. They start, if you tell too many people, it starts to feel like that you can't get anything going. <laughs> you know, so I've learned, you know, when it comes to a dream, just do it. Like the dream wants to be alive. The dream wants to live and it wants to live through you. And so what validation outside of you is even required none you know so i feel like i have other plans in my head other dreams in my head and i feel like you know i'm just gonna do it and that's what happened and well not i mean it, it got me excited you know that it started happening and I'll, I'll it's a real little teeny tiny blip but it was meaningful for me so like I've been doing this podcast for a really long time, not really long time, it's, it hasn't been that long, but I have, you know, been pretty committed to it for a few months. And, you know, for a long time, like, you know, a few people were listening, a few people were listening. And then like one day, okay, I, I don't know, I won't say the count because I, I, don't, I don't know what, how that impacts anything. But 
let's say that my count was like overnight. Um, what do you want to call? Okay, so what do you call six? Like, I don't know, what is the word for, like, I know that tripled, quadrupled, you know, five is what, quin something, I don't know what eight, what six is, like, so I, it, it had tripled by a factor of six, overnight, literally overnight, and I'm like, I got excited about that, I'm like, okay, well, what does that mean, <laughs> does that mean more people are listening, so, you know, I decided, you know what, all right, just keep going then, you know, just keep going, apparently the content is resonating with some people, so just keep going. You know, so that's what I intend to do because I feel like this is a part of my dream as well. You know, being able to talk about this subject matter, you know, from my perspective, based upon my personal experiences, you know, to talk about this stuff that I've been interested in for such a long time. And I do so much reading and digesting and, you know, experiencing in this realm. I feel like, yeah, it'd be great to talk about it and share it with people who are resonating at that same frequency. You know, so hopefully I'm like, well, maybe that it's happening, you know, for the for the um, the number of listeners to have, you know, multiplied like that in such a short order. I'm like, well, maybe that's indicative of something. (laughs) I'll claim it. So anyway, I just wanted to get that one out. Thanks for listening.